2: Hello everyone and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons us weekly's Bachelor podcast. We survived season 16 of The Bachelorette. We saw Claire get engaged. We saw Tasha get engaged and there is so much to talk about including my chat with the newly engaged Tasha and Zach Clark which you will hear at the end of this podcast. We talked all about her decision to send Ivan home, her decision to invite Ben back, where the two of them stand now, how watching the show was, was, and so much more. But first, I need to bring out Us Weekly social media editor Kelly Lasky and Us Weekly associate editor Nick Houtman to help me break down this two-night event that was the Bachelor finale. Hello, guys. Hey, Sarah.
0: Thanks for having us.
2: Overall, where do you guys rank this season of The Bachelorette for you? Because I know it's been controversial and some people didn't love it, Personally, I enjoyed the journey we went on, even though it feels like a thousand years ago, we saw Claire and Dale get engaged.
3: So for me, it was tough because I didn't love the season. So Claire obviously was just insane. I mean, I loved watching that part, even though it was only like whatever it was, like a couple weeks. Um, I just loved watching her journey just because it was so different. Um, with Tasha. I love her. I think she's the sweetest girl ever. I thought she was a little boring, though, as a bachelorette.
2: Really? Kelly, where do you
3: stand?
0: Yeah. Um, I didn't love this season. I'm going to blame it on the coronavirus, but the dates, the resort, like I just wasn't I was I honestly was pretty bored. Like last night watching um watching the finale and I she had sent bed home and I looked at the clock and it was 9:25. I was like what the heck is going to be going on for the next half hour or longer. Um I just thought it was very She didn't make any like crazy moves. But I mean, I still obviously watched it and I thought it was good, but I don't think it's like up there with like best seasons.
2: I think there's a few things with that. I think it is definitely the resort got really old really fast. I think there's no denying that. Anyone would admit that, even probably Chris Harrison. But I also think that She knew what she wanted, and she just made the decisions versus these last couple Bachelor seasons. We've been watching them go back to their second choice, their fifth place choice, and it's just been so exciting. And this was like, oh, she was so confident. She sent home the runner-up before he even had a chance to talk to Neil Lane. Like, that doesn't happen anymore. You know what I mean? Mm
3: -hmm. I actually like that she did that because I feel like it's always so awkward. I mean, it's good TV, obviously, but I feel like it's so awkward to have, like, the person standing in front of them Like you think they're about to propose and then they're like, wait, it's not you.
2: No, it's certainly the nicer thing to do. It's also just the more boring thing to do, which I think also plays to that point. But let's go back to Monday night really fast because we saw the fantasy suites. And was anything more uncomfortable than those guys going to spend their nights with Deja and then having to come back and sit in their communal living room at La Quinta Inn Spa Resort and talk about their wonderful nights? Because I am still uncomfortable thinking about it.
0: Well, one thing I had, I was actually going to ask you about this and I forgot to, so I'm assuming that they're in different hotel rooms. Is that just like a common room that they go to, to sit around or are there rooms a part of that, of like one big room?
2: Um, I don't know for sure, but I assume they modeled it the same way they did the mansion where it's like they have their individual rooms that had like bunk beds in them and then they have their common living space because they wanted them all to, you know, coexist and talk. Um, In the past, obviously, we know that after hometowns, the group of contestants don't usually see each other. They go home, they stay home and then they go meet at like Tahiti or wherever the final weeks are. They don't have to like spend all this time together on peter's season they also went rogue and made them all stay in the same room but i think that was just because those girls were also like ridiculous and they knew they would get good drama and that season was just like already off the rails whereas this season i feel like they did it to start more drama because maybe there wasn't as much brewing i don't know yeah definitely i mean it wasn't
3: even that it was dramatic it was just like that awkward like palpable tension
2: I know. And I, I kind of felt like these guys were older. They've been through it with Claire being their bachelorette first, you know, Ben coming in and coming back, Bennett coming back. Like there's been a lot of moving pieces. And I, I really feel like they earned their own rooms at this point. Like, I don't think they should have had to do that. And usually I like when the producers mess with them, but I kind of thought that was weird.
0: Yeah, you could see like the devastation on Ivan's face and his body language. Like You could just see it. And it was definitely hard to watch. Like there were so many moments this season where I actually couldn't watch. I covered my eyes and that was one of them. I was like, all right, I'm going to remove myself from the situation because it was very, very awkward.
2: Um, Ivan, as you bring up, his fantasy suite was in a van. Why do you think they did that?
0: I think that was in an airstream, which is actually a very high-end trailer, according to my father, who was watching The Bachelor and claims that he doesn't like to watch it.
2: My father watched. Apparently, it as well.
0: that was like a hundred thousand dollars for that trailer. Yeah, but, but also, like they're
3: it's- like they're at like an expansive resort. <laughs> like I know that there are only so many places they can go at this resort, but like anything is better than whether it's a trailer an airstream, whatever you want to call okay. it. I feel like there had to be something better at this like prestigious resort. I agree. At.
2: This wasn't Dean Ungler and Caitlin Miller keys. This was like the fantasy suites for Taysha, Like, and Ivan give them some respect. And we come to find out they had these very deep conversations about religion, which I asked Taysha about. Cause for as viewers, obviously we were like, why are they breaking up? This is so confusing. And you know, the fact that they had to have these life-changing conversations in this van, I'm going to stick with calling it a van, I don't care what Kelly's dad says, is kind of upsetting to me.
0: Yeah, it was definitely interesting. It just, you can't help but wonder, like, why that was pulled in there. But I think it's just because they would have done that. Let's say they were in, like, Colorado. They would have done that Airstream thing. So they were, like, grasping at straws with what to do with these people. But it was interesting that, like... I mean, I don't want to get too graphic, but them actually being in the fantasy suite, like it had to have been very noisy, like for oh, whatever wow. they were doing.
2: <laughs> On that note, um, <laughs> before we wrap up Ivan's storyline, I just want to say, one, that world coldest kiss thing was just cruel to make them have to do. Yeah, that wasn't That's fun. A- that
0: wasn't a fun date at all. Again, That's- it's almost like they didn't want him to win because they gave him the horrible, like the horrible part of everything.
3: I agree. And we knew it it was over. So go ahead, Nick. Sorry. It also just seemed like, and again, this is because of the pandemic, I'm sure, but it just seemed so like low budget. Like this is one of their final dates together and they just put like a bucket on the ground with just ice in it. And we're like, Hey, hop in this.
2: I know, and I feel like because everything I've heard is that it was so hot in this freaking resort, like 120 degrees, it felt like. So the reason they sat in that bucket of ice for six minutes was not because they wanted to be kissing each other, it was because they finally probably felt cooled down. Oh, I
3: know. Which is why they actually lasted the six minutes. They were, like, refreshed for once.
2: Imagine they made them do, like, a hot pepper challenge in that heat. That would have just been too cruel. I think they might have done it earlier in the season. They did have peppers involved in one date.
3: Yeah,
2: Um, I do remember that. Also, we knew Ivan's fate was sealed when... She he said, I love you. And she responded with the I've been falling for you versus the I love you, too. Right. Like, that's the kiss of death.
0: Aren't they not isn't the bachelor or the bachelorette not allowed to actually say that they love someone? Or was that just a controversy because Ben Higgins Ben Higgins said it to two different people? Like, what's the deal with that?
2: So before Ben Higgins did that, that was like the unwritten rule. And then Ben Higgins said, I love you to Jojo and Lauren Bushnell. And it just kind of has been unhinged literally ever since. Um, but Tasha, you know, in this, we saw her say falling for you to Ivan. But she said, I love you too to Zach. So that, again, is kind of an example of like, it's over. They don't usually say it to two people. But I feel like ever since Ben Higgins said it, they kind of say it now. Mm-hmm. which I don't yeah. think they should.
0: No, I don't think they should either. But I mean, I when I was watching that, I didn't think that his fate was sealed. Like I just thought because he was first, I was like, oh, OK, I, I actually interpreted it as them having a really good moment. It wasn't until the other dates happened that I thought like, oh, yeah, maybe maybe she wasn't as into him as I had thought.
2: Were you surprised when Brendan decided to self eliminate after he had to go jewelry shopping with Neil Lane?
3: I wasn't surprised, (laughs) like based on the date, like I totally understand why. And you could tell that he was like visibly uncomfortable, but I did feel like it was very sudden. Like I feel like they were so into each other and then all of a sudden he was like, hey, I'm going to go home.
2: (laughs) I truly wonder if they didn't give him that Neil Lane date where it got so real, like the engagements, like if he rolled around in paint or if he sat in a bucket, would he have made it through the fantasy suite night? instead of leaving early and kind of had this epiphany. Like, I would love to ask him that because I agree. I thought he was my front runner from the beginning, that first episode when she was like, he could be my husband, there was a strong connection there. And I feel like if he stuck around versus Ben coming back and Ivan still being there, I don't know if, I think her final two would have been Brendan and Zaxi. And I'm sure Zaxi probably still would have won, but I think it might have been a little bit more competitive, that makes sense.
0: Zaxi's date happened. She said that she loved him and then Brendan came on and he eliminated himself. And then she proceeded to say something like, I was going to pick him. Or something along those lines. I don't know if it was that straightforward. And it kind of bothered me because based on her date with Zach C, she wasn't. But girls don't like being, obviously, like being the one being broken up with. And I think she was like really annoyed by that because she was, you know, playing all the shots and making all the moves. And then all of a sudden here's someone who's like, actually, like, I'm going to head out. I think it really bothered her to the point where she had to say something like, I don't know. I thought it was kind of weird. Like she had known she was going to pick Zach C and then... Yeah, no, they're rela- like, she was going to pick him, but
2: their relationship ended weird. And I really think it would have been interesting if he stuck around. It's hard to like ask her. I kind of brought it up, but ask her about him because like Zaxi was sitting there staring like with her. And I didn't want to keep being like, so what if he stayed? What did this say? Cause I was like, there was a lot of moving parts to your finale. Like there was people in and out, some by choice, some by her sending them home. And I feel like that made it difficult for her to really maybe get closure in some of those relationships, but she can't look back because obviously she was head over heels in love with Zach C. Before we get to him, let's talk about Ben really fast. When Ben showed up, did you guys think, Nick, that she was going to let him stay? Or did you think she was gonna send him home?
3: No, not at all. I didn't think so at all. And then like even when he left the room and like he like wasn't even sure if like he should give her a hug or something. I just felt like it was like so like uncomfortable and I was like there's no way at all that he's gonna stay and then all of a sudden you know he ends up staying and being in the final three
2: I was shook when she kissed him
3: same yeah and she like kissed him aggressively
2: I think it was almost like a movie moment where she was just like, Is this my person? Like he came back like overwhelmed. He's obviously gorgeous. I think that's like the best part of Ben is his looks, not to be whatever. But I think, you know, he's had a hard time expressing his feelings. But this gorgeous guy who refused to give her the emotion during that breakup comes back and is saying, I love you. I don't think she could really help herself. And I don't blame her. Cause I think for the majority of the show, she was a really good bachelor with a good head on her shoulders. And sometimes that might have been what you guys were saying, like boring to watch. But I think it's because she was just so good at it. Like she managed her emotions and these guys emotions very well compared to a lot of other leads. So that was like her moment of weakness. Like, oh, my God, here he is. He's standing in front of me. Like, I have to make out with him and see what happens. I feel like that's what went through her head. Kelly, what did you think of the Ben thing?
0: I was actually kind of annoyed that they kissed only because when he walked away, he kind of described it as a blackout. Like he blacked out because he was just, again, said it was one of the happiest moments of his life or something along those lines. And then, you know, he got the rose and then they got to meet her family. But this is, again, right after she had told Zaxi, I'm in love with you. It was pretty clear that she was going to pick him. I feel like Ben kind of got strung along and then hurt a little more than he had already been hurt before. It was a little bit of false hope, but I still, you know, Tasha knows what she wants. Also, you never know. The producers could have been like, hey, let's keep him here a little bit longer just, you know, to to make this a little bit more make this a little bit more exciting we don't really know what happens with that stuff but i don't know i kind of i felt really bad for him like the entire episode
2: um i agree but i just have to let you guys know breaking bachelor nation news breaking bachelor nation news carly and evan have filed for divorce after three years of marriage no moment of silence for our third bachelor nation divorce you guys i spent half of this year being like no one in the bachelor ever gets divorced they usually just don't get married this is the third divorce of 2020 in total
3: i'm shook let me read the statement i'm I'm not even shook about this one though (laughs)
2: I'm only shook that. It's like right before Christmas. Like, it's kind of confusing. Quote, we have made the difficult decision to separate. We'll always cherish our time together and continue to have the utmost respect for one another as we focus on what's best for the future of our family. We greatly appreciate everyone's love and support and kindly ask that you please respect our family's privacy as we navigate through this. The um, Carly and Evan, who met on Bachelor in Paradise Season 3, of course. Um, are already parents of Charlie Wolf. Oh, yeah. The one that I remember when everyone named their kid Charlie Wolf in Hollywood. That was weird. Charlie Wolf, who was born last November, so was a year old. And Bella, who's two. And obviously, Evan has three kids from his first wife. This is crazy. Wait, where did they I feel release I like the signs statement? were there, though. People Magazine. Wow.
0: Um, can I just say that I bring up the way Carly treated Evan at least like once, ev- every once in a while when I'm on this podcast, how she treated him on Bachelor in Paradise.
2: I know, I know. i it's shocked at it. the moment, but not. It's easy to look back at that, though, and be like, the same way everyone with Colton and Cassie tried to, you know, like, go back and be like, she wasn't that into him, whatever. Like, they had a whole year together. These two were married for three years, like, they and had two kids. They obviously had some sort of resolution to their awkward paradise relationship, or they wouldn't have gotten married.
3: I remember there were rumors, like, they weren't spending as much time together. He was, like, spotted at, like, a bar alone once. Which, like, obviously, like, that's fine. Like, that doesn't mean you're getting a divorce. But, like, there, yeah. I remember there being rumors that they were, like, not spending as much time together. And I don't know. Wow. I'm not surprised by this one.
2: I'm only surprised by the timing of it all. Like, I just think it's interesting that they have two kids under the age of three. I think that The Bachelor, like I said, has seen a lot of splits this year. It's it's kind of interesting to me. And it's always that's what the show is, right? One couple gets engaged. Another one bites the dust. We're always evening out the numbers. Um so before I play my chat with Zach and Tasha cuz I'm sure that's what everyone wants to hear even though we're so interesting. I want to hear what you guys think your predictions for Zach and Tasha's future. Were you moved by their proposal? I mean the internet has declared this the most genuine, sentimental, beautiful proposal in Bachelor Nation history. I don't know if you guys agree, but people on Twitter are pretty excited by this coupling. Um you know, where do you guys stand, Nick?
3: I really do think that they genuinely love each other. I think you can see it, like, in their eyes. You can talk, like, by the way that they talk to each other. Um, The proposal, I really liked it. There was one point where Zach started, like, whispering because he was, like, starting to cry and he was trying to, like, pull it together. And it kind of made me laugh, which, like, shows that I'm an awful person. Um, But it just kind of made me chuckle and, like, it showed that he, like, really meant it and everything. And, like, it it was very sweet. Um, I think that the last...
2: Yeah, if you had to, do you think Claire and Dale are going to last too? Like, do you think season sixteen of The Bachelor is somehow going to produce two real relationships?
3: I don't think Claire and Dale are going to even get married.
2: That's fair, <laughs> Kelly.
1: <laughs> uh,
3: no yeah, it was,
1: a really, <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> it was a really nice
0: proposal. I thought she looked great. I thought it was probably the best she looked the entire show, which is perfect because it was for the proposal. Um, what was interesting was for the first time on the whole show, you could see her visibly nervous, like walking down to the proposal. Like, I think a lot of times when you're on one of these bachelor shows, it's like fake life and you're it almost seems like a fantasy. And it, for her, definitely was a moment like, oh, my God, this is really happening. Probably a similar feeling for Brendan when he was looking at the jewelry and everything. Um, she looked like visibly very, very nervous. Um, I'm really happy for them. I don't know if they'll last like there's so many bachelor couples that I thought were going to make it and they haven't. So I, I don't think I feel
2: upset about Caitlin Bristow and Sean Booth, everyone. Forever, <laughs> forever.
0: Um, but I mean, good for them. I definitely don't think Claire and Dale are going to last. No way. There is no
2: chance. <laughs> she would like it on record. No way. No <laughs> chance. Um, yeah, You heard it here first. Yeah, I don't know. I think I've always said that Claire and Dale, the one advantage they do have is that they don't have to watch Claire make out with a million other guys or show emotions for other guys. Um, and I think that's definitely the thing they have going for them as far as bachelor couples are concerned. With Zach and Tasha. they do have that. However... I think it will always be an advantage for when you let production to let you send home the guy early. I, I don't know why they let them do it sometimes. I mean, we watched Nick Vile literally have a ring about to propose to Caitlyn Bristow, put the ring on her hand when she stopped him, and Ben didn't even plan a proposal. So I think that that's a huge advantage. Like, imagine being the guy and knowing that she at least sent home the other guy a day early. Like, it shouldn't be a lot to ask, but it kind of is in The Bachelor, you know what I mean? So I feel like that's their, like... That's what I'm hanging on to for if these two are going to make it. The fact that she sent Ben home so early, but I don't know what would have happened if she kept Brendan. Or do you think you definitely... that? If, do we think that
0: if Dale, let's say the Claire wasn't the Bachelorette and it started with Taisha, like do you think Dale would have gotten far with Taisha? Like I thought about it a couple times. Like I think that they would have been obviously like a stunning couple, but now the like you can kind of see like her kind of type of guy as the show goes on. Do you think that Dale and her would have been a good fit or no?
2: Yeah, I think Dale obviously shines in this environment, or else him and Claire wouldn't have. I mean, obviously, they had a connection that was undeniable, as we all watched, but I think that Dale is the kind of person who would have shined on the show. Whereas someone like Mm -hmm. Ben spiraled on the show um, and second guessed every move he made and couldn't say, I love you and all this stuff. Like, he, that's why I don't think he should be the bachelor when people, I actually agree with Rachel Lindsay's point to that, where he's not ready to be the bachelor. And I think Dale is the opposite. And he kind of thrived in the environment. He, she shined through, he showed up as they said for Claire. And I think he probably would have showed up for Taysha if that was the chance, but yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I think it'll be interesting if we see Dale on any other bachelor shows in the future.
0: I think Ivan would be a good bachelor. Like I I, I, I also agree with the Rachel Lindsay thing and what happened with Ben would obviously happen on his season. Cause he's would be dealing with 25 other girls. I don't know if he would be able to handle that kind of emotion, that kind of pressure, but Ivan was very calm, cool, collected. Even when she sent him home, he didn't seem distraught over it. Because I think that that conversation that they had had in the trailer, I'm going to call it a trailer, whatever Sarah called it. <laughs> um, I think that whatever they had in there probably for him was like, all right, I'm getting a bad feeling. I don't know if she's going to pick me. He seemed very like calm, cool, collected. I think he could totally handle something like being The Bachelor. So it'll be interesting to see who they pick next.
2: Yeah, I think it's also, you know, Chris Harrison has said this. There's so many more cycles to go through. Um, We're going to watch Matt James season, which I'm really excited for. It looks chaotic as hell. Um, And then we'll have another Bachelorette before we get another Bachelor in in Paradise in there. So it should be really interesting to see how this all plays out. And as Chris Harrison told me a few weeks ago on this very podcast, you never know who's going to be single by the time it's going to go to the beach. If you told me Carly and Evan would have a chance to be back in Paradise... I don't know if I would have believed you. So you never know in Bachelor Nation. My final notes are, I don't like that Taysha called her dad, daddy, but several Southern listeners have messaged me that that was a bad take. So I apologize to them, but I maintain that. I think that's weird. I did
3: ask that Tayshia. That was a correct take.
2: Thank you. I did ask <laughs> Atisha about her dad. I didn't say, why do you call it your dad daddy? But I did ask about her dad. So that's something to look forward to. And I think it was, you know, just an interesting season. I think people can say what they want about it. Um, but it was kind of nice to just have a an ending that was wrapped up. I, I think it was weird we didn't get after the final rose. Chris Harrison has blamed coronavirus. I don't know if that's the only reason. Um, and it was kind of weird. But at the same time, it was a kind of nice poetic bow. Like it was just the two hours, call it a day, they're engaged um, you know, some people online think Zach C maybe said all the right things a little too much, like it was like a movie moment, a little too produced, or he had all the right things to say all the time. I'm choosing to believe it's because he was just so head over heels in love with Tasha And we will find out because as we just found out with Carly and Evan, things are always changing in Bachelor Nation. And as Chris Harrison told me before, you never know who's going to be single when it's time to cast Bachelor in Paradise. So... I'm just, I can't wait to see what happens next. I mean, do you guys have any other batch donation predictions? What Could anything else happen before 2020 ends? Claire and Dale break up.
3: I think Hannah Brown is going to introduce her boyfriend on New Year's Day.
2: Wow. New year, New she would do that. My prediction is that Peter and Kelly are going to get engaged on Christmas.
0: This soon, do you think? Really?
2: Yeah, they've been together for eight months. I feel like he's a, he's a Christmas proposal guy. I don't know. I think to make up for all the stuff they went through this year, he's going to put a ring on it on Christmas. I have no information. I'm just saying that just in case I'm right. A Christmas gift for Barb. Exactly. Because if, you know, <laughs> a Christmas gift for Barb. And if you want a Christmas gift from Barb, go to Cameo. She's still on there for $59, everyone, just in case you're looking for one. Well, I want to thank you guys for breaking down this finale with me. There's not much else we can say. We have to be, you know, rooting for Zach and Tasha. It's what we do here at Us Weekly. But for the listeners, it's not over because now you're going to hear my chat with Zach and Tasha. So really quick, I want to ask you a few questions about the other guys before we get into you, including about Ivan. There's so much talk about what was this breakup with Ivan, religion. What can you tell me? I
1: mean, I utilize, we utilize fantasy suites for what they're really meant for. Yes, there's a lot of, you know, there's a stigma behind it, but also it's it's an opportunity to have conversations that um, you might be, you know, might not want to have on camera. And um, we had a lot of conversations about what we thought our future would look like, what it looked like raising kids and our beliefs and everything like that. So religion is one thing that we did talk about, but we talked about many other things. So, um, and I feel like there were reasons why we both felt like, you know, it might not align. And so, yeah.
2: You had a lot of moving pieces during your finale with, Brendan leaving and Ben coming back. Is there anything that you, did you regret inviting Ben back? Did it give you the closure you needed? Can you tell me a little bit about what you were feeling when everyone was coming and going?
1: (laughs) I mean, it was a lot of coming and going, but I will say I don't regret anything. I think if that's how I felt in the moment, then it's what I needed to do in order to get the closure that I needed. Um, And although it kind of made things maybe a little sticky at times, um, I mean, sometimes you have to do the sticky things to figure out what you really want and to be confident in your decision at the end of the day. So,
2: and was it important for you to kind of let Ben go earlier that day, since you know you had your, you knew that Zach was the one? Was that like a conscious decision you made?
1: Absolutely. I think I think you've seen it um, play out throughout the, my entire journey. It's like the second I feel like I am not there um, where the other person's heart is, I have to tell them. I mean, I would hate to be strung along and and um, be led on to believe that I have an opportunity or a chance to be with someone when they've already made their mind up and that has happened to me in the past and I would never want to do that to somebody. So I
2: did what I had to do when I figured it out. Amazing. Tell me about watching the show back. Have you guys been watching it together? Are there moments you're covering his eyes? What's going on?
1: (laughs) It's actually really funny. Yeah,
4: that was good. Uh, And I'm glad we can laugh about it. No, there's, (laughs) look, we're human, right? So... It's not natural for her to be dating 20 guys and it's not natural for me to be dating someone who's dating 20 guys. So,
1: And then watching it back. Yeah. So (laughs) it's been difficult at times, but I think we've navigated to the best of our abilities and it's worked out.
2: What has been the highlight to watch back for you guys?
1: Oh, like our love story. Absolutely. I mean... Last night was incredible. It
2: was the best.
1: I think that like was just... I think that was the best episode for me, honestly.
2: Teacher, your dad has also been like a highlight for Bachelor Nation. I feel like people are loving him. Um, From the viewer standpoint, it almost seemed like he was telling you not to pick anyone, but then it also gave you, gave you the clarity you needed to send back Ben home and pick Zach. So what, what was the, how did your dad's play a role in your decision?
1: I, I think my dad, he always means obviously the best and he wants me just to be happy and um, however I interpreted his words was, you know, what he wanted, you know, that, 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 that um, clarity for me. And I feel like, um, I just figure out what I wanted to do after that conversation. I don't know. Like I, I knew what I had to do after talking to him just because I just want my family and the person that I choose beside me to get along. And I want, um, you know, just to work out.
2: And Zach, how is your relationship with Tisha's family and her dad since the show ended?
4: They're the best of all time. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, we had we had an opportunity to hang a little bit with them last night during the finale and I'm just so uh grateful that they're a part of my life and it's no mistake that Tasha is a byproduct of that family because they're just really good people. Mm-hmm.
2: That's very sweet. This season has been praised for being super real. Um, I think that comes from your relationship that we've seen with you guys and all the men being very vulnerable. Zach, you're no exception. You know, we're very candid about some of your past struggles on the show. Were you hesitant at all to share that with, with the ABC audience or with, you know, everything?
4: No, I mean, that's it's who I am, you know, so I'm very comfortable with that part of my life and, I think there's been a lot of questions about that. And for me, it was important to let Tation know who I am to my core. And if she wasn't going to be okay with that, then we would have just went our separate ways, but that's not what happened. And she was very open-minded and understanding. And for me as a whole, like there's this whole thing around addiction and, and mental illness and like stigma. And I don't even like that word because I feel like it does exactly what we're trying not to do, which hopefully, you know, people can see that. Yeah. I went, I, I went on this journey and here I am and you know, I, I live a really blessed life.
2: <laughs> I was um, amazing. Okay. Um, quick few questions. Tasha, you said on the show you wanted five children. Is that still the plan, Zach? How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever
1: God blesses us with is what we'll say.
2: And, you know, you said by coastal, maybe you're trying to figure out where you want to live. Are there any worries about that? Or are you what are you excited for? What can you tell me about your plans? No worries at all. It's all exciting. Right yeah.
4: It's excitement right now for it's sure.
2: So fun. And have you spoken to Claire or Dale? Have you thanked Claire for not sending Zach home? Like all of this is just so crazy.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, we haven't really slept tonight. As you know, we've been on all the excitement. So no, I have not thanked her quite yet because nobody actually knew the outcome until it was aired. So now that I can freely talk about it, I will definitely be hitting her up and thanking her a million times over for not sending him home early.
2: Amazing. And I'll thank thank Dale. (laughs) (laughs) You were so emotional leading up to that proposal day. Was that just because you were excited for it, you know, to be coming to an end? Were you nervous Zach wasn't going to propose? What were you feeling in that conversation with Chris Harrison? That was like a lot.
1: (laughs) I mean, it was just like a whirlwind of emotions, but also at the same time, I mean, think about it. A couple months prior, I was literally, like I said, sitting in my bed eating donuts. Like I did not expect to be on this um, journey, let alone standing on a platform about to be engaged to, like or pro- proposed to, possibly. So it was just, in the famous words of Tasia, a lot. And um, yeah, I think I just, yeah, it was a lot.
2: <laughs> and Zach, for you, were you like confident that you were going to be the last one standing? Did you know that everyone was gone already?
4: I didn't know. I didn't know that they typically send two guys up there. That's uh, borderline not nice. <laughs>
2: i didn't do that to you though
4: no i had I, I was feeling good about where we were at i'll say that
2: amazing and my last question for you guys matt james season coming up do you have any advice for him i might be too late but anything you would want to say or you're hoping are you going to be watching yeah
1: we've given him a bunch of advice today but main thing i think you have our support and we're so 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 excited for you um continue to be yourself listen to your gut
2: and you've got this Awesome. Well, I wish you guys the best of luck and hopefully I'll talk to you again soon and Merry Christmas. Thanks, (laughs) Sarah. You have a good one. I want to thank everyone for listening to another week of Here for the Right Reasons and for listening all season. We will, of course, be back for Matt James' season of The Bachelor, which comes back January 4th. And I cannot wait to see what kind of mess we get in with the girl whose job is queen, with Matt James being on reality TV for the first time, with Tyler Cameron's inevitable cameo. We have great guests already planned for 2021. And I can't thank you enough for listening, liking, subscribing, sharing this with your friends, and coming back every week.